Hello, greetings and welcome to another episode of Being Healthy, the Shaolin Way. Today we're going to study um, intuition from the standpoint of the mystic, the body, the spirit or mind, and the quantum entanglement theory will come into play later. But first we have to study the key to everything, which is intuition. What it means. So first I give you an idea what uh, transcendence means and union with God. And then I'll give you a little key to intuition. Now, mysticism is a practice of religious ecstasies, religious experience during alternate states of consciousness, together with whatever ideologies, ethics, rights, myths, legends, and magic be related to them. It may also refer to the attainment of insight in ultimate or hidden truths and to human transformation supported by various practices and experience. The term mysticism has ancient Greek origins with variously historical determined meanings. Derived from the Greek word meaning to close or to conceal, mysticism referred to the biblical, liturgical, spiritual, or contemplative dimensions of early and medieval Christianity. During the early modern period, the definition of mysticism grew to include a broad range of beliefs and ideologies related to experiences and states of mind. In modern times, mysticism has acquired a limited definition with broad applications as meaning the aim of union with the absolute, the infinite, or God. This limited definition has been applied to a wide range of religious traditions and practices, valuing mystical experience as a key element of mysticism. Broadly defined, mysticism can be found in all religious traditions, from indigenous religion and folk religions like shamanism to organized religions like the Abrahamic faiths and Indian religions and modern spirituality, new age and new religious movements. Since the 1960s, scholars have debated the merits of perennial and constructionist approach in the scientific research of mystical experiences. The perennial position is now largely dismissed by scholars. Most scholars use a contextual approach, which takes the cultural and historical context into consideration. Now, you know what the divine or absolute and mystical experience is fairly interesting. Deriving from Neoplatonism and Agnosis, mysticism is probably popularly known as union with God or the absolute. In the 13th century, the term unio mystica came to be referred to the spiritual marriage, the ecstasy or rapture that was experienced when prayer was used to contemplate both God's omnipresence in the world and God in his essence. In the 19th century, under the influence of Romanticism, this union was interpreted as a religious experience, which provides certainty about God or transcendental reality. An influential proponent of this understanding was William James, who stated that in mystic states, we both become one with the absolute and we become aware of our oneness. William James popularized the use of this term, religious experience, in his varieties of religious experience, contributing to the interpretation of mysticism as a distinctive experience comparable to sensory experiences. Religious experiences belong 
to the personal religion, which he considered to be more fundamental than either theology or ecclesiasticism, he gave a perennialist interpretation to religious experience, stating that this kind of experience is ultimately uniform in various traditions. Begin notes of the term unio mystica, although it has Christian origins, is primarily a modern expression. Now, as regards religious ecstasies and interpretive context, mysticism involves an explanatory context, which provides meaning for so-called mystical and visionary experiences and related experiences like trances. According to Dan Merker, mysticism may relate to any kind of ecstasy or altered state of consciousness and the ideas and explanations related to them. Parsons stresses that the importance of distinguishing between temporary experiences and mysticism as a process, which is embodied within a religious matrix of texts and practices. Richard Jones does the same. Peter Moore notes that mystical experience may also happen in a spontaneous and natural way to people who are not committed to any religious tradition. Let me repeat that. Peter Moore notes that mystical experience may also happen in a spontaneous and natural way to people who are not committed to any religious tradition. These experiences are not necessarily interpreted in a religious framework. And Tavis asked by which processes experiences are set apart and deemed religious or mystical. That's a fairly insightful comment. So we'll explore it uh, in a later episode. But some authors, now we're going to discuss intuitive insight and enlightenment. Some authors emphasize that mystical experience involves intuitive understanding of the meaning of existence and of hidden truths and the resolution of life's problems. Now, according to Larson, mystical experience is an intuitive understanding and realization of the meaning of existence. According to McLennan, mysticism is the doctrine that special mental states or events allow an understanding of ultimate truths. According to James P. Horn, mystical illumination is a central visionary experience that results in the resolution of a personal or religious problem. According to Evelyn Underhill, illumination is a generic English term for the phenomenon of mysticism. The term illumination is derived from the Latin illuminatio, applied to Christian prayer in the 15th century. Comparable Asian terms are both Bodhi, Kensho, and Satori in Buddhism, commonly translated as enlightenment, and Vipassana, which all point to cognitive processes of intuition and comprehension. Again, which all point to cognitive processes of intuition and comprehension. According to Wright, the use of the Western word enlightenment is based on the supposed resemblance of Bodhi with off-cloning, the independent use of reason to gain insight into the true nature of our world. Now, I debate that because there's no reason involved. And there are more resemblances with Romanticism than with Enlightenment. The emphasis on feeling or intuitive insight or a true essence beyond the world of appearances is truly intuition. Other authors point out 
that mysticism involves more than mystical experience. According to Gelman, the ultimate goal of mysticism is human transformation, not just experiencing mystical or visionary states. According to Begin, personal transformation is the essential criterion to determine the authenticity of Christian mysticism and whether intuition has truly been at work. So tune in for our next episode. We'll further explore this. And until then, if you'd uh, like to learn more about the monks of the Shaolin Temple, go to shaolintempleus.org. And if you'd like to uh, own our other website, healthytaichi.com. And if you'd like to donate, donate by PayPal to Rick, R-I-C-K, at feraldmore.com. That's F-E-R-R-E-L-D-M-O-O-R-E.com. Until next episode, I wish you namaste.